0: About to hear the recorded audio diaries of Michael Swain, Adam Ganser, and Abe Epperson transmitted to you from another dimension through the wonder of podcast technology. Lost in the multiverse, they have to dig into a different piece of multiversal fiction each episode in the hopes of finally discovering a way back to their reality. How do they know this isn't their reality? Because one of them is being a real asshole. Will our heroes ever make it home? Or will they inadvertently explore our obsession with multiverses, alternate timelines, and parallel worlds and tie it all into a conversation About postmodern art, pop culture, and what it means to be a human right now. This is Escape from the Multicurse. Kiss your ants at the
1: Space Jam. Sham on. Hey, everybody. In the words of Daffy Duck, it's getting so a guy can't even get himself wet around here. And I'm Michael Flame. Here with me are two of my very best pals, Adam Ganser and Abe Epperson. Speak now in succession so that people can identify your voices, please. This is me talking in the order I was asked to. And I am the other guy, uh, the last one named. Yep, and they're them, respectively. And welcome to Escape from the Multicurse, a show that we, frankly, it was a lot of foresight on our part, I think, to bring the podcasting equipment. uh, As we journey through localized wormholes through an infinite web of possibility and alternate dimensions all always searching for a way home Um, and then somehow that is supposed to dovetail with the other part of the premise which is that we find out we're not in our own dimension because something seems a little off Mm. but this time I think everything's good everything seems fine so far Um, I just gotta get back man well you guys are (laughs) like
0: yeah. I'm uh, tired doing of
1: exactly what I say, like you know, as the in the order I call on you. I think that's mm-hmm. as it should be. I feel like we're I like mm. this universe. Uh, I have a lot of status here so taken. Far. Okay. Yeah. Also All right.
2: everyone should know that on this podcast each episode or yeah, each each universe <laughs> there's an asshole. That's and true. so I take copious notes of what people say and if they're assholes.
0: It's a tricky premise with this trio. It's a little bit no, of a tricky it's, premise.
1: It's, it's, <laughs> I, what's funny to me in retrospect is we've all made really clean things. Like, sketch is premise-driven, and it's usually clean, yeah. our style. We're not anti-comedy, right? Like, Cracked was not weird. Like, we tried to get tight, concise hooks.
0: Yeah, but mostly. Um, not always,
1: but usually uh, the, us, us three especially. And I feel like... What is this? Or it made sense at the time. We're in alternate dimensions, but that makes one of us an asshole. Like, I don't, it doesn't fully congeal. Stay tight. You're one of these these
0: question it after the fact kind of podcasters. I've seen you do it before. When it deserves to be questioned. But today we are covering
1: our next multiverse movie. Yeah, I got it. (laughs) Shut up, Adam. I'll do it. You got it. Go ahead. Disney's Space Jam. (laughs) All right. I guess Adam wanted to do I did it. it. that's fine by he, me.
2: He took it. That's and he fine. did.
1: And it's done. Space jam, that's yeah. right. Um, because the third or fourth part of the premise, depending on how you count it, <laughs> is that we still we're still podcasters, right? So we talk about multiverse movies because it seems our thematically only appropriate.
0: Way right. we
2: can fight the future, you know. Yeah,
0: pretty much. And yeah. the past in this case. Uh, um, yeah. Hmm.
1: And yeah. I know hmm. I'm talking a lot, but I can I start with a true story and then I'll shut up for like yeah. quite a long time. Is it, not a, a, is it a Not the asshole. <laughs> is it a true story about Disney Space Jam? Oh yeah, um, Great. DSJ for sure. Yeah, um, I'm a DSJ warrior. It's about. <laughs> how I was prepping for this and watching Space Jam and having some theories pop up in my mind and thinking, have we already covered this? Didn't I already dispense these theories somewhere? And then it came back to me in a rush that one of the weirdest things I ever did when I lived in Hollywood was go to an event where a bunch of comedy writers sat and watched Space Jam in a private theater with Macaulay Culkin, who sat next to me, by the way, in order to... (laughs) shout out jokes like MST3K style so that he could write down his favorites and go to an event where he was supposed to be improvising jokes about Space Jam and we were pre-writing lines for him to memorize and dispense as if he was coming up with them in the moment wow and uh i mention it because a bunch of the same theories will come up today but mainly and this is how you know i'm the asshole <laughs> no mm. i'm not is uh, Uh, It's one of the proudest moments of my life was I left that thing and on the way out, another comedy writer came up to me and said, you were so funny in there. Admit it. You had an event. You you watched Space Jam already and thought of these lines. I'm like, so you think... I got together with like my three comedy writer friends, watched Space Jam and wrote stuff to say out loud to Macaulay Culkin so that I would impress him enough for him to go and say that stuff and pretend that he said it. Hollywood is fucking weird. That was probably the weirdest job I ever. And had.
2: that writer. Mm hmm was right <laughs>
1: you did do that no i didn't i was in there no, yeah you it. did
2: you paid me 20 dollars to write jokes yeah, for you and for not discuss it. Oh, and discuss it oh my god you uh, lied
0: already
1: You so lied that's my to disney's $20. that's my disney's space jam you story, lied to let's...
0: you lied to disney's <laughs> macaulay to... mac? culkin i can't <laughs> I even believe to that to mac. shit mac.
1: i lied to big mac
2: well, I like the truth. I like that we're starting with truth, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. what we need to do is we need to do what we saw, set out to do, mm-hmm.
1: which is discuss this movie. Get into format. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So let's get into format. Yeah. I- uh, this is finally.
1: Portal Pals. And the show starts.
2: It's not Portal Pals. It's Escape <laughs> oh, from the Universe. Oh,
1: sorry. Escape from <gasps> yep, the Universe. That's right. Yep. Yep. So
2: th- we're going to start with the multi-map, mm-hmm. uh, which are basically, what are the rules in play in Space Jam? And is this unique in the multiverse story? You know, like, so let's, uh, let's talk about that. I can Mm. go first. Please. What's unique about this multiverse? You do it. Well, unlike we covered last month, we covered the uh, MCU universe. This one is a catalog, right? That's what I've determined. It's basically fiction is real and exists on their own planets, and this is to me actually like a pretty profound implication for the real world. It means that our thoughts can manifest life, real alien life. Uh, and it's also what, I don't know if, like, I'm going to just call it like the kingdom hearts model or the catalog model, Ooh, because I think term. we, yeah. I think we find, we'll find a few of these along the way, but I have I guess. I want to end with a question. If it's only limited by the human imagination like, unlike the MCU, which is just infinite because that's just how it is, as long as it's Warner Brothers developing the idea, does that mean that this universe is also infinite? Because uh, I think it's anything that's Warner Brothers related, right? Literally anything.
0: If you're incorporating Space Jam 2 into this. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yes. Which I don't think we should yet, Space Jam. per se.
2: Okay,
1: that's true. Like, so that's interesting because I would say that this is actually far more limited than the MCU, which kind of makes sense because it comes earlier. But that's your interpretation is totally valid, too. Like I can see what you're saying is anything Warner Brothers creates is implied to theoretically possibly exist in this universe for real, which means they that's a countable infinity, right? They could make they can always write more Looney Tunes. And when we see the stadium, there sure are a fucking lot of looney Tunes. It does feel overwhelming. But um, I really I feel this on a gut level as two universes only. The loon the tune dimension and earth. Very much like Roger Rabbit. It feels like they're like the central conceit is that being a cartoon is a job and they log out and they're a union, etc. etc. You know, ripping off the classic Looney Tune with the fox and the hound who check out or like clock out at the end of the day. Um to contrast with Strange, where it feels like the point is that it's infinite in scope in a way that's scary and mind-boggling, this Multiverse feels like the original one, potentially the original and kingdom hearts is so great. Um, Just X plus Y equals more cash for this guy. (laughs) Like I really think it's the most. And, and actually it's Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan plus Looney tunes equals. It's a crossover, right? Like it's it's using the multi-dimensionality of it all as an excuse for a crossover, which I know the MCU does as a matter of course, but that's not the primary function of that multiverse. Whereas in this case, I really think it is. It's Sonic meets Mario. It's I mean, Adam will appreciate w- this unless he's the asshole. Yeah. It's it's big. Or, you know, it's um, Hulk Hogan passing the torch to The Rock, or
0: what have you. (laughs) A thing that actually happened at WrestleMania 18, I believe it was. (laughs) 18? I I believe it was WrestleMania 18, Uh, and it's one of the greatest matches of all time. All of you should stop listening to this It's the only wrestling
1: thing I've ever seen where I was like, all right, this is pretty epic. It's fucking great. It's so good. (laughs) It's so good.
0: Like Hulk comes all the way back for a very brief moment. Uh, and then we all remembered all the things he said. So we hated but how it again. Do you,
1: how do you think Space Jam skins the multiverse, Adam? Uh,
0: thank you for asking. Uh, well, ultimately, I think that this property made some of the rules about multiverses come into focus more for me, and that is that functionally, a multiverse will always be a reduction of reality to focus on the one problem. Like that's actually the point of a multiverse is that it's a flat image of a real world and not a real world. Uh, like they literally have the problem in this movie of like, oh wait, we got to go to the 3D world, but we're 2D. Uh, a thing that's not represented that well in the film, but but uh, but that that's actually a pretty good metaphor for what I think is true about all multiverses, which is that they are actually 2D. Universes compared to the 3D one we live in, and that are, and they have to be that they're that on purpose because they make it easier to palette the emotional problem that's being sorted out in the story. uh In this case, the emotional problem is that Michael Jordan needs to return to basketball. That's the only reason this is a movie in real life and in the movie. Um, and this is actually a really interesting test case because. Uh, if you really want to think about it, it's possible that you could say the movie itself is also a multiverse of our universe. It's a
1: promotional event that intersects with Correct. the real news. Correct. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so it could, because it included things like his actual jersey number from his return, which was not the 23 we all remember, and uh, it recreated scenes that happened in real life, like his po- his press conference and stuff. So mm-hmm. what that leads me to is that this multiverse has the problem of infinite regression but in two directions we don't expect the further out in space you go there's the more universes you encounter um and the further in on earth's surface you go the more universes you encounter like i do not believe that this toon world is the only one uh i think if Mm -hmm. you went in the ground of this toon one there would be others according to the rules of this multiverse so those are my initial thoughts also, they made this really great joke about what kind of Mickey Mouse organization would name their team the Ducks. And that made me realize this would have been much, much, much better if it had been made by Disney. Uh, Disney is just better hmm. than Warner Brothers at this stuff. So, oh, yeah. oh. So it didn't even occur
1: to me. I'm such a sheeple. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney's Space Jam, whatever. Yeah. It's Warner Brothers' Space <clears throat> Jam, bro. But it should should have been Disney. No, no, but it should have been Disney. Should we stop down and retake? No, it's okay. Oh, that wasn't a mistake on your part? I'm just saying it should have been
0: Disney's. It should have been. Okay. All
1: right. I think this
2: guy's the asshole. I think he's the asshole. asshole. (laughs) Um, I mean, he's not wrong because then you got the mighty ducks, but. Yeah. I don't know,
1: and I didn't even scan that as a joke because the jokes in this are so weak. I kind of stopped looking for them, but (laughs) that is a joke. That's totally a joke. That's That's not
2: even a bad joke.
1: joke. (laughs) And it's a
2: better joke in a Disney Mm -hmm. film, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, Disney
0: would make a better version of that joke, and you would know that. Uh, But you're right, probably.
2: Probably. Those are my thoughts, especially at this time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I remember the intro that, or I think of a bit for the intro. You remember what the show's about. What do we do next? (laughs) Uh, Versus on Versus Oh
2: yeah. Uh, where we all just you know we just chat for a while and we uh, and we say our piece you know and find out who's the asshole before we close this wormhole.
0: Ideally, uh, you guys. Ideally, I there's think so Abe's, much to be said. Yeah, Abe is lying low right now.
1: Uh, bec- it's Abe's turn, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Abe is lying really low. That's right. Kick us off.
2: When I wa- the, for the first time, I, I, I think after watching Space Jam two, rewatching Space Jam one. I don't know if I'm serious about this, but I think, I think what we have on our hands is Warner brothers is doing a deep level metaphor and it always has. Let me explain like Acme before it, the motivation for hatching a scheme, which is the setup of the movie, breaking the barriers of the worlds, the idea of entering Looney Tune land and, uh, you know, taking Jordan from earth into Looney Tune land in order to play this basketball game with these aliens who are essentially being, uh, told by their, they're called the nerd Lux. They're these tiny assholes who are, uh, Run by this guy, Mr. Swackhammer, who's uh, played by Dana DeVito, who's just this asshole. He has a Incredible uh, property called Moron Mountain, and it's a theme park, and uh, no one likes Moron Mountain anymore, so he needs a new investment. He needs a new celebrity. Yeah. He needs something to make this happen.
1: Speaking of Disney, by the way, he is just Hades from Hercules. Absolutely. Like, same He's... relationship to his minions who
0: act exactly the same as Bob yeah, Peckle, but yeah. less, But less fun. You know what I mean? Just like a little so, less fun. Little yeah. less fun. So,
2: so he, in some level, is a part of the like guardians of the multiverse, in a way. He understands the ebb and flow better than humanity does about how they can kind of overlap, and he's able to see clearly... Uh, like exactly how the machinations of like the physics between the worlds exist so they can take advantage of it. And he's wholly motivated by the hoarding of resources and intellectual property. Also, they're the only game in town in this universe that we're aware of. So Warner brothers is God, frankly, uh, his angels demand money. What I'm getting at is that I think that Warner brothers is making a kind of critique Of... Capitalism. The movie shows that the only way to break the system is Michael creating a side bet with Swackhammer. My point is that the solvency comes from like the workers standing up for workers and like literally throwing their bodies on the gears until it stops. It's a Marxist critique of capitalism.
1: I completely agree. And where that really resonated for me, we do overlap there. I I have a bunch of, I guess, lighter theories, I would say, Mm -hmm. like a little shotgun blast of. But one thing that really resonated for me is. There's a lot of slavery image in this movie Which is an odd Choice through modern eyes But I actually think In it's bumbling Around that issue It says something really resonant There's a line where Bugs says to an african-american man which is pretty like condescending yeah. you don't understand we're gonna be locked up like wild animals and trotted out to perform for aliens which you can compare so readily to the african it's like slavery experience and even the modern experience of like the trope that i mean chappelle talked about it in the past um but it's often talked about where it's like White supremacy only allows you out of these inclement circumstances if you, what, like rap, sing or play basketball. That's one of the roots out for young African-American men. And this movie is kind of commenting on that. And it can't be intentional. There can't because you can tell throughout the whole movie, no one cared enough about this movie to have it have a message. Right.
0: Right. I mean to, Do you think to, to that point it's a critique? Well, it's not an intentional critique. Intentional
1: critique, to, yeah. To
0: that point, Bill Murray actually was only supposed to be in the one golf scene, but just decided mm-hmm. he wanted to be in the movie more. So you they wanted to be in a an, basketball game? They added him to the third <laughs> act uh, after they'd shot it. Uh, so I know I don't think this movie is organized around an intelligent critique, which is a thing that they would have done if it had been penned. By somebody at Disney. At Disney. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, you're, I see. Where, I see. Okay, I see.
2: <laughs> I see where I you're think doing. This dude's a uh, Disney fish. Well, <laughs> hold on, hold on. I don't think. And here's my thing. With uh-huh. the, <laughs> uh-huh. My thing about the the critique of capitalism is that I don't know what it's saying. I don't think it's intentional in the way that most movies are intentional when they make like a deep seated metaphor. But there's something here. I don't know what it is. I don't think that they're even cognizant of it. But every time a space jam comes around, it's clearly saying we are the villain.
1: We're evil. We, yeah, right. Warner we are bad. evil.
2: <laughs> Warner bad. And it's like we're not listening. And I I know that's more emphasized in Space Jam 2, which I'm sure we'll cover later. They
0: want to be calm. but.
2: It's very clear here as well.
0: It's like. No, you're not wrong about what you said. But I feel like if they really wanted to go all the way with that critique, they also would have pointed that lens at the basketball a bit more. And they would have had more. They would have had more Lakers in it. You know what I mean? Like, because the Lakers well- <laughs> represent that. No, but wait, wait, wait. I'm serious. The Lakers represent that sort of like capitalism gone drunk piece of basketball a bit. yeah and and yeah. like they would have organized it around magic instead of michael jordan which would have been a better movie yeah. anyway showtime yeah
2: yeah no you're right thank you and, uh, <laughs> i just wanted to hear I, you say that and i also i also uh love that you try to sneak in lakers as many times as didn't you didn't try to it just it, bare, well, it bore a comparison. As the third well, man
1: uh which i'm always <laughs> trying to sneak in a conversation i want to point out that everyone listening to this should probably go ahead and listen to the phenomenal director piece theater hosted by Abe and Adam about Josie and the Pussycats. But it reminds me of that situation where the movie seems to be saying right. its own self is the thing that it's commenting upon the problem that it is like. Uh, yeah. And I think that follows through because you're right. Like if, if it's Warner chaos. Brothers Incarnate was going to be anyone in this film, they would be morons, Moron Mountain. And if, Uh, They were going to be anyone in the second one. They're analogous to algae rhythm, right? Literally the film you're watching is a soulless algorithm putting elements together that they think you'll probably like because of the Mm -hmm. stats behind it. Um, Which is
0: fascinating. It's clear that this project, well, first of all, it existed in 1993 before he retired from basketball. And then when he retired, they dropped it. Uh, So like, it's clear that this project only existed for michael jordan's career like like to enhance in his some comeback. way his career well and to be a sort of companion piece to whatever it was a vanity
1: project both times yeah and both when times. i say yeah.
0: vanity project i think like it's literally supposed to be a companion project like a statement about mm-hmm. his career and also perhaps like a new a new like revenue stream maybe even like i think right. that's that's mm-hmm. the idea here and to wit, like, the plot it's of... It's so evil. Well, it's, I mean, it's very it's very much a money-making enterprise. And, like, to wit, it's, it's like a way of Michael Jordan admitting that he knows that he wasn't good at baseball, so he's allowed to go back to basketball now. Right. I think he probably oh, yeah.
1: wouldn't nothing. By the way, nothing proves you're down to earth. Like making a huge blockbuster movie about how everyone sucks your dick all the time, but you're really down to earth about it. Like right. he's Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah.
2: um, I know. He is Michael but Jordan. he's like,
1: that's right. He's like, I know I'm not great at baseball. It's all right. I have a good sense of humor. Trademark. Michael Jordan. <laughs> have you ever
2: heard Michael Jordan speak? He's not normal. He believes no, no. he's a
0: god. He doesn't. Actually, I don't think he could have admitted it in a straight movie where he wasn't being sucked into the, the a different dimension. In fact, they don't admit that in the real dimension in this movie. They admit it in the cartoon dimension. That's right. the only people that can stand up and say like, like "Yeah, he'll
1: only confide to cartoons." Correct. Yeah, I'm
0: bad at baseball. Correct.
2: <laughs> you remember that? You remember at the end of the movie uh, where MJ gets the ball with all the souls or the talent yeah, in it, and just touch it. Ewing and Barkley and all of the <laughs> yeah. get all of them get their powers back. One hundred percent in real life. The real MJ would not give no chance. No was, way. Yeah, he, he gives it.
0: him the competitive edge against a bunch right. of rivals. Exactly. Yes. This is why the movie should have been about magic. Because oh, magic would have yes. absolutely, first of all, he's an assist champion, and he would have made sure that everybody got their share of the ball. That's who he is. You know what I mean? The metaphor would have worked better. Just pointing that no, out. No, go mm-hmm.
1: the other way harder. The movie should end with Michael Jordan cutting open the ball, inhaling the power from inside. <laughs> <The duns. laughs> just being unstoppable, oh, like dunking so hard that people are mainstay. For so yeah. yeah
0: the kind of thing that you that you might see in like snow white <laughs> you know what i mean right the kind yeah. of thing that a, a, a great <laughs> that's witch that's would fringal. do yeah
2: like i, I want to unpack a little bit more about the slavery aspect about this <laughs> sure, sure because you. looney looney Tune land itself is kind of a hell dimension i want to talk about i mean something that's par for the course for uh bugs bunny is that at the Looney Tunes world, Bugs breaks the fourth wall a lot, right? He just does this normally, but implies that this is an aware universe, that it knows on- that its only reason it exists is to please us, the viewers in 3D land, which is the real world, right? This is all canon, by the way. But what's Three weird land is, is what
1: they call it. You have to go through a portal to reach mm-hmm. Toontown, but we just pan up from Earth to Moron Mountain and yes. to the alien life mm-hmm. that, that was is strange. also animated. Yeah. So the reason I really do think this qualifies as a multiverse without question is Bugs, in the grand tradition of you know Groucho Marx to Bugs Bunny to Deadpool, you can track that right. line. He acknowledges us. The original multiverse us, yeah. is the audience's universe, right? That's the original multiverse. And then you've also got... More on Mountain, by moving through space, you can get to a cartoon land. And then you've also got Toon Land, which you have to go through a portal to get to. They do seem distinct to me.
2: <clears throat> it's it, They're very distinct. But in the case of uh, Looney Tune Land, they know they're slaves. Their lives are a play for our entertainment and mm. that alone, right? And so this means that Warner Brothers is creating a system where we, the audience are culpable in the greatest crime against sentience, right? Warner Brothers basically points out that they're the villains and
1: that we are the audience villains with them. There's also a part where the Porky Pig calls a cartoon meeting and as michael jordan's kids watch tv the cartoon breaks down because right. the roadrunner and coyote right. are needed at the union meeting right. this implies that anytime anyone's watching a cartoon these are actors who are having to work they're performing they're Krusty the clowns stuck on tv cuz bart won't let them
0: stop yeah, that's true or that tv is a is a is a real time portal into their experience or or right. both actually like the, we're sort of truman showing the tooniverse Right. Like, Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Also, to the previous point, remember how there's a little runner about one of Michael Jordan's kids is unhappy because they're not good at baseball. And the resolution to that runner is that they see Michael Jordan descend in a spaceship and hit a home run and they give Mm -hmm. him a thumbs up. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah. the resolution to their problem is shut up. Michael Jordan's here.
2: (laughs) I have a theory about that. Yeah, actually. Which is that all of this is a mental breakdown of Michael Jordan. Right. <laughs> like, it all happens right after he turns... Because if you watch the movie, his kids are watching Looney Tunes, right? You just And holding a Bugsy
1: plushie, yeah. Yeah. Yep.
2: And oh, So, yeah. I'm saying... Right after that happens, we've just got a series of scenes where he's unsatisfied with his recent baseball success and he's seen himself on the news uh, go from the most popular athlete of all time to a joke and he uh, he basically has a break and enters a dreamlike fugue state where his brain recalls all the recent visuals uh, to populate his nightmare, but where
1: would the Monstars have come from? Is that how he views? They're all they're in his, all his brain, brain. You know, like a brain. basketball yeah. players. This right, this
2: movie is just them?
0: him on the ground shaking. Right, they, they do seem like they could be uh, a way of him abstracting rivals' talents. Right, like because like the people that the people that they steal talent from, like they don't steal it from Scottie Pippen or Dennis Rodman, right. his teammates of the era, like they or Tony Kukoc. Mm-hmm. Like it's all people that he played in the finals or in the playoffs at some point. You know, so meaning yeah. like yeah. I- I- yeah, it's his way of abstracting the people he it's dislikes, his <laughs> yeah, his enemies. Exactly.
1: You're telling me that it's not to be taken as literal fact that his dog Charles Barkley can calmly <laughs> right. and casually knock a door off its hinges.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> Remember that? I do. Fucking bulldog
1: just like <laughs> nuzzles its head against the door and the door slams down like a Murphy bed. They were shooting that thing like it was the blob, mm-hmm.
0: too. Like, they were really tight on it. he keeps changing
1: size. Size is so fucked up in this movie. Yeah. They say that Lola's 3'3 three, three and Bugs is 3'4. Three, 3'4. Four. Three, four. Bullshit. Four foot with the ears, they say. Look at him mm-hmm. next to Michael Jordan. He's, like, four and a half to five feet, easily. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh,
0: it's... <laughs> Get the fucking stat uh, my boy point out is, here! Get him out my here! My point is, dude, <laughs> Disney animators would here. have measured Michael that shit out.
1: Asshole. Disney animators would have kept the scale clean and tight. No That's doubt. what they do. There's no doubt. I knew I wait, could win you over with that already. Wait, if
2: Disney observations have opted over to Michael.
0: I don't know how to deal with this. <laughs> oh my maybe god, maybe I am the asshole. <laughs> yeah, why aren't you weird yet, Abe? The, our, You're an asshole, bro. <laughs> yeah,
2: if this, is, if this is the reality, I don't want it. Uh... Yeah, I think uh Looney Tune Lane is also a hell dimension mm-hmm. cuz uh it's underground.
0: That's interesting. You
2: need help from inside to get in, which is like a a, a big thing like you mentioned Hades before. Uh known d- Disney property. Yeah, Hades. about hell. Yeah. Yeah, about hell. Like you have to get some form of help from inside. Right. And everyone inside is enslaved, which is a common, you know, uh presentation of hell. They True. love their masters. The, even though that they've been branded by them, Daffy at one point presents his ass, and it has and a sewn
1: into, into it a Warner Brothers logo. Yeah, right. that's right. he and kisses. Like, what is he eats his own ass, which is a kind of porn I never knew I wanted till now. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: true.
0: Mm. Imagine if Mickey is a did it. Wild movie, M- Mike. Imagine <laughs> that, if Mickey yeah. did it. Ooh, <laughs> that's <laughs> some shit. All right, go
1: ahead. <laughs> 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 My bottle. <bubble. Yeah. laughs> uh, question <laughs> about the held portal. Yeah. It, did you imagine that anywhere you dig down into the earth, if you dig deep enough, you hit the hell portal because bugs walks back to passway night at the same golf hole. As if that particular spot on earth is like the best way to Toontown, town. Like, is it just chance and serendipity that Michael Jordan was golfing at a hole that leads to Toontown? Or is Toontown the entire core of the hollow earth? What do you think? There is another data point. Yeah. Which is that Bill Murray gets
2: down there and he says that as he gets down, when he, Michael Jordan asks him, how'd you get here? He says, my producer knows Teamster who got me here. Right. So either the joke is that Teamsters are all Looney Tunes, you know, or... There's other back ways into hell, which to me, to answer your question, would mean it's not the only place. It doesn't all go to one place. It's more of a, there are portals everywhere. You just have to unlock them with the right, like, magic. Well, and that so is kind like if you Narnia's apply situation.
1: To, Oh, yeah. And, and it applies to the various Looney Tunes, right? Like, they're all kind of Sisyphean. Like, uh, for sure, the coyote is in hell. For sure, Tom of Tom and Jerry is in hell. These are personal hells. Like most hooks of Looney Tune character setups are at least one of them. It's like an exquisite torture for them, right? Yes. Right. Always like FUD? Yeah. FUDS not like a good time. Bugs and Roadrunner. No. Yeah.
0: no, except for the <laughs> one Even where Bugs. he was in the opera. He seemed like he was happy in the opera <laughs> yeah. where I, yeah. <laughs> he, was when a, he
1: got to express himself more through his clothing choices well, than he usually gets. Plus,
0: plus the Wabbit died. I mean, you know, the that, 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 yeah, that, the that had to feel good at the end.
2: The only one that seems to enjoy, I mean, we don't really get, maybe he thinks it's torture because he doesn't speak. But Roadrunner is the only one who seems to have always a great time, yeah. have a great time and but never has any conflict.
1: What if he's fully sentient and cannot express himself except by saying, right? B-b-b-. Like that, and would what if meeps are
2: actually the cries of him saying, like, uh, "This is actually torture." This right? is torture. You know, I'm
1: running from a predator that wants to eat me alive. It doesn't but catch he, me, but still, he can. This is my
0: life. He can hold up signs that have words on them. If we accept, <laughs> true. if we accept it all, all of the signs. he tunes hasn't, he has hasn't cried out for help. Yeah, uh, I, he
1: never held up a sign that said, "Please kill me, let it end, please."
0: <laughs> <laughs> we didn't see that episode. But he should at have. Yeah, yeah, we didn't see it. Uh, they would never allow that on Disney. So, meat can I just meat. say really quickly on on the trail that you're blazing here, Abe? So, yeah, I think I I still maintain that what you're saying is true and that it's accidentally true. Like that, like they're mm-hmm. accidentally implying that uh, that life here is actually hell. Like this is a version of hell. Uh, and but I think that's the problem that all multiverses have is that like. Anytime you get too far away from the reality we live in, the hell of it starts to emerge. You know what I mean, like because because ultimately we want to we want a short trip into the multiverse and then to come back to a closed wormhole at the end, right? That's that's Bob's what people want. Bob's Burgers would be fine. Okay, well that's that's yeah. one worth looking at. Uh
1: but I'm just saying like one of the more mundane cartoons, though. Yeah. Well,
0: I, I'm j- and I just mean this like this is the belief of the creator of these artworks, right? Is, like they believe ultimately it's about sort of restoring the status quo at the end. Only the problem you went there to deal with is resolved. The hero's journey of it all, right? Uh mm-hmm. what I think is interesting about this particular one, in conjunction with what Abe said, is part of the reason it's hell is because the tunification of things eliminates consequence and keeps them in sort of a permanent state. Right? Like uh the Which is also true of hell, right? Presumably. So I mean I like it's hell. sort of all dressed in this wackiness, right? Like it's dressed in this the mm-hmm. magic of it all. But the weird right. part of it is like that every time you go into one of these universes, like the tune universe, it feels like the only reason there are ever stakes is because everyone agreed to this bit. You know what I mean? Like they could have just said, no, we're not going to we're not going to go with these weird alien bugs. And like, would that have really stopped anything from happening? You know, what right? Like, like when they can literally manipulate time and space for a bit. Why is there Mm -hmm. a basketball game? Why did anybody agree to a basketball game? You know what I mean? Like, I don't because it's. Because it's the it's the combination
2: of elements of the greatest things to make money. Yes. Everything absolutely. is decided by money.
0: Absolutely. Right. That's what I'm seeing.
1: But keep in like so that also raises a, a similar question to that point is Yosemite Sam is presented as fully healed from the alien laser blast a day <laughs> later. Why do they fear the aliens at all? Yeah, Foghorn
2: Leghorn is literally They're turned tangible in within a minute. Right, like, right. They
1: can be turned to ash and back. It doesn't matter.
0: There's no stakes. Yeah. And the thing that's interesting about this particular outing is I feel like in a way this is a kind of like you're calling it hell, right? But you could also say in a from Michael Jordan's point of view, this is also like a kind of baptism. You know, what I mean, he's like sort of being baptized into he's, tunification, which has let him reach the he ultimate a level. By the end. He's yeah. a dimensional right.
2: traveler now, so he's, he's the Dulcy pilgrim he's at the end. He's the pilgrim in Dante's. <laughs> Inferno. Yes,
0: which is to say, it's or Dalsum it, or exactly Dalsum. <laughs> Ooh, if we'd done this as Street Fighter. Oh, if he joined the Street mm-hmm. Fighters, mm-hmm. that's a movie mm-hmm. Disney could have made that. Not, none of these are Disney. They Could have been though. Uh, the point is that, so again, let's remember the point of this movie is to, for Michael Jordan to come back to basketball better than ever. Right. So like in the baptism metaphor, he's submerged under the earth, right. Born again with Mm -hmm. tune powers that he's now able to literally bestow boons back to the people he's going to beat on the basketball court. Like he's literally reached another level. He can fly now right that's mm-hmm. the point yes. of this. Yeah. so it's actually like you're saying it's how i believe he can fly right. yeah if i heard why didn't that mm-hmm. note hit by why didn't that song come on right as his arm was stretching by the way didn't that make the most mm-hmm. sense and I it didn't know. happen there it was like why not
1: now my arm's really long <laughs> Just, <laughs> i liked. like um i don't know why they because they also did yeah. um learning to fly or they did another fly song and i was like oh they should have every fly song like yeah. his arm stretches out and it's like i just want to fly, fly. Ooh, sugar yeah. ray sugar what, ray what, should what have written
2: need the music all
0: for this. get all those flies yeah. in there
1: jesus
2: that's true that would make jar of flies right? allison um, chains
0: tracks in there mm-hmm. uh <laughs> ooh, that would be bad i'd like that pretty fly uh, for a white guy Here's the
2: thing about his magic. powers for a michael <laughs>
0: jordan movie <laughs>
2: The idea of humans getting powers when they cross cross the threshold right. of uh, Looney Tune land. The, there's a huge plot hole I never noticed, which is that um, in order to solve the movie, the, the thing you're citing, the the long arms, where he's like, oh, yeah, I just have to think more I, can like a tune. Right. I can tunify. Right. Because I can tunify comes as a realization uh, at halftime or whatnot or in the final moments of the of the basketball game. And um he already experienced in like act 1 like early act 2 or act he 1. He got folded up in a ball. He got crunch bones crunch. Right, he got made crunch- he got made a basketball f- by the monsters Correct. to play with and he screams in terror. He remembers that event and then he realizes he's fine. He
1: must have thought about that. All learning so, is I arbitrary I, I just in pointed that out.
0: That's why it's actually hell. Okay. Right. So because, is that you can't oh, hold on to the information?
1: The information right. slips is, right in and it's out of your all mind because so otherwise, good. that's the only way it works. Because otherwise, the government would descend upon Toontown and be like, "We are functionally immortal if we are able to live here. We're right. invading this area. It you would, don't it have would to be that
2: climate change. It'd be oh, fucking yeah. Half-Life
0: Two down there immediately. That's that's mm-hmm. what that's what would exactly. be happening. Yeah, exactly. Uh, drilling. Damn, drilling down to dude, Toontown. this just
2: turned into a horror movie where the 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 biggest bad the the strongest villain the worst conflict comes from yourself right you can't trust yourself mm-hmm. to hold memories that's a real oh, problem that's that's, that's But, can, dark, but can we just
0: can we just take a moment i'm sorry and i know i i know i'm the only one that cares about this can we just take a moment to laugh at the fact that michael <laughs> jordan has bothered to try to like whitewash all of his like problems as a player in this movie including
2: yeah he really addressed yeah including he's
0: bad at leadership and team like he's a bad teammate uh he's bad at leadership he's got a gambling problem uh he thought he was better at baseball than he was you know like just all these things are all plot points that he just skates right past and learns on the way back to basketball
2: it's perfect because it's also you can tell the exact level of humility that like the screenwriters were allowed. Yes, absolutely. That, that was like dialed in probably by him. And so it reveals a lot of the insecurities. Some are sorer moments than others. And that really, I think sometimes the jokes that are allowed, I think tell the tale of what MJ was allowing to happen. Uh, and you can see which insecurities really bothered him. <laughs> You know, like the baseball one is they they love that one because he's like, yeah, I was probably wrong about that because baseball, that's kind of arrogant. But you touch his legacy, his basketball Mm -hmm. legacy, MJ's not going to allow it. You know, that's just not happening.
0: Right. And again, he well, he even worked his dad into this. Right. Because that's another part of that story that's a little bit grim. Right. Like, it's definitely him. That's what I mean when I say baptism. Like, it's literally him absolving himself of all the problems he had before he came back. it's good dad pushed me. It's good. Right. Yeah. Right. That's yeah, there's a lot of
1: right. Victor too. presents the history the way they want it. Right. I mean, well, he it's his money. Uh-huh.
0: He's the show. He gets to tell his story how he wants again. And
1: it has cartoons in it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's why, again, it, we should have picked magic would have been a more likable superstar. But aside from that problem, <laughs> uh, that's why the multiverse always has to be an unreal place because the only, I mean, the, the this is how movies work, and we all know this, right? Like, the point of a movie is for somebody to grow past an obstacle and then they've become a better person. That's every movie, right? So, like, every time we go into the multiverse, it can't be as complex as the reality you left behind because then you wouldn't be able to easily dispatch with problems. You know what I mean? You wouldn't be able to overcome the problems, right? Because they would be as complex and difficult as they are here, which would have – if if we could have dealt with them here, we wouldn't need a multiverse, Right. So like, that's the hope of the multiverse is that it's kind of a flat, uh, a flat, easy c- circle.
2: I like that idea because the uh, I especially like the idea because y- you're presenting dimensionality pretty well, which all of these multiverses do is they talk about parallel dimensions, dimensionality and multiple universes appear to be the same thing to the, you know, pop culture and mass like that that's how people understand them as the same thing even if they're not uh, and what's interesting is that they usually use the metaphor in movies and when, at times when they have to describe real quickly like what am i what do i mean by a, a th- another dimension if we talk about a fifth dimension or a fourth dimension it's usually like imagine ourselves as 2D and we're 3D 2D can't
1: conceive of 3D but
2: 3D can conceive of 2 yes, exactly. But Abe,
1: hey, right? they, uh, they are 3D, and you can tell because the way they made it look like the animation is quote-unquote better than on TV in the 50s it's and Is by distances. shading it. <laughs> yes. They have a single stripe of shadow on the side of them. <laughs> yeah. Mm.
2: But that's shading. That's not dimensions. Um, No, it's it's lazy shit. I actually
1: find, and this is neither here nor there, but it does bother me as a fan of animation. The uh, directing uh, and blocking of the animated sequences is really boring and flat. Like, it it is nowhere near as inventive as actual Looney Tunes used to be. Like, the most egregious example, I think, and this is actually content as well, but it does both, is that moment where they're in the gym, speaking of rolling him into a ball, and they're trying... The training montage. Roadrunner is a classic bit, right? But they fuck it up in a way that pisses me off so much. The Roadrunner bursts through the wall with the coyote watching him. Then the coyote chases and hits the wall and the hole magically reveals that it was a painting. That's right. not the fucking bit. The fucking bit is the coyote paints the hole himself. Right, exactly. So he knows... His intention is, wait, that's impossible. I just painted that. And the Roadrunner really went through it. This makes it seem like the Roadrunner just fucks you by magic. (laughs) Like, it's not. It shows no understanding of the brilliance of Looney Tunes, which I really think there is. Right,
2: because Roadrunner is never a schemer. He's always just. He's innocently doing what he's doing. Yeah. He gets through it perfectly just because he's Roadrunner. The schemer is is the fucking wolf. Yeah, coyote yeah wily so yeah it's uh that that's true that does fuck that up i cried during this movie this time mm-hmm. or
1: the first time did you drop something on your foot or <laughs> are you
0: yeah, the yeah, asshole yeah, yeah. what's the deal yeah. <laughs> why no,
2: no i was just <laughs> i just thought it was really good i could <laughs> oh,
0: i could have uh i could have had more cedric sabala's time honestly you know I mean, we just didn't get a lot I don't of know what that is uh, he was a player that was featured, but not heavily <laughs> enough, by okay. our Uh Could have used a little Dude, more. Dude, Wayne him. Knight
1: also gets zapped and survives. It well, doesn't thank seem God. Gets... Uh, national yeah. treasure Wayne yeah. Knight, but he's in Looney he Tunesville. So I guess the implication is, while you're there, you are functionally immortal. You are a tune while you're there, right? Anyone? Right. That's that's right. the question. Um, is
0: like if you brought bugs back to. You know, planet like topside. Could you shoot Earth. him in the could heart? Could you murder yeah. him? Yeah. <laughs> could he be murdered? Right. That's a real question. <laughs> like for
1: science. <laughs> for science, for science, right. I must shoot you in the heart. Like yeah. it
0: could Elmer, in theory, trick Daff, Daffy and Bugs up to the surface and finally kill them both. <laughs> could that happen? That'd be well, Roger Rabbit, to see that.
2: Roger Rabbit tried to solve this, mm-hmm. but that's a the different deal. property.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But you
1: realize covering this means we get to cover Roger Rabbit someday. Because it, it's, it's a multiverse it? by the same rule, I would say. I guess, I guess you're right. Yeah. And it has that... I hate to bring Duchamp into it, as I always do. You don't hate that at it's all. You love often. it. Go it, ahead. It wraps in that Dadaist thing, because it yeah, it's just a yeah, yeah. combination of two elements. I think we forget that something that is truly, I'll say it, brilliant about it, or like weirdly visionary, because it was a huge success, is the idea of mashing up two things that fucking have no right to be together, which Duchamp did. And it launched a whole very serious art movement by taking a urinal and putting a, it on a museum wall and calling it the fountain. And people are like, but sir, you can't do that. That's filthy. And he's like, yeah, cause it's right. Everything's context. It's just the contrast of a thing you would never see in a fine art museum on the wall in a fine art museum. Fuck you. That was like punk at the time. And I think there's something punk, About a combination as nonsensical as, I don't know, the most famous athlete in the world and these fucking kids cartoons. But it's not. It's like, why don't the founding fathers meet the Ninja Turtles? Fine. Who the fuck cares? Like, why not? But it's not. There is an invisible hand. What is the invisible connector that you think makes this a sensible combination? It's a hundred percent but then the, right? then I can say, let's do a crossover between Garfield and Elon Musk and I would love that they both have money like they both have profit or that's them. more Dada is <laughs> than
2: space jam though space jam is a very I think you're just intentional used to it.
0: I think it is Dada is I think I don't think, think Dada is I remember I it saying... being like a pretty bold decision to merge properties like this at the time now of course it yeah seems... do you not
1: find that bold and zesty aim?
2: uh i mean it's bold for sure (laughs) i mean (laughs) but it's
0: it's uh, no mary Poppins. i mean you're you're right
2: the the uh yeah the smashing together of elements was pretty you know uh typical at this point or not typical but like in vogue i guess is another way of saying it but like i don't know the mashup and it's especially like here we go again. We're still doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get. Uh, we're we're gonna get smash up as the next. I think that's gonna be like the MCU, like next phase. Is that there's gonna be a DC MCU kind of yeah, thing that happens way that off seems in the distance.
0: Obvious that that's coming.
1: When are they gonna just make a thing you can buy that's a big tub of Pepsi and Coke mixed up together? Well, how's that? Just mixed happen? up together.
2: <laughs> <Yeah. right? laughs>
0: Why can't we be friends? That's right. Uh, I feel like uh, also Warner Brothers was kind of looking to have its own like Mary Poppins, you know, like those live action mergers, right. you know, Cool Worlds. Uh, You're cool. Yeah, world. your Cool's World. Uh, by the way, Mary Poppins. Yeah. That's one we should talk about, right? That's a metaverse. That's a multiverse. Wizard of Oz. We'll get yeah. into a mm-hmm. lot of true. stuff. that's true. Absolutely. They what were we trying should. to get... I mean, Michael Jordan's no Dick Van Dyke, uh, but it's as close as Warner could get, you know? Yeah. Daffy is briefly Rodman
1: <laughs> as well, so Rodman does, is at <laughs> least referenced, that. the specter of Rodman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I noticed mm-hmm. that. Uh, um, the minions turn into spectral goo and enter the players to seal their powers. Yeah. And no mm-hmm. one notices the goo. So that means when they're in goo form, invisible. they're invisible. Is that right? I, so can I...
2: I think it has to be Can I pitch
1: you a different theory on this? Everywhere. Can I pitch... And then my other question was, the talent doesn't go directly into them. It goes into a ball. Does the locus of power have to thematically match the talent you stole? Meaning, does basketball power have to be stored in a basketball? Or could I store basketball talent in a hockey puck? So
0: here, here's my argument for this it actually does affect this Uh my argument is that in order to in order to make tuniverse still exist in the same plane of reality even though it's a multiverse as our universe it had to contract and expand like matter has to expand and contract like literally that's part of it right which is to say i think that when uh those little ghouls Become mist or whatever they're literally expanding their or contracting whichever one uh their matter in such a way that they're no longer visible and i don't and I don't think it affects uh where a person's soul or talent must go. I think it's just more convenient symbolism because the actual magic that's going on here is defying the limits of matter and energy, you know what I mean like this is an infinite regression in that's what's going on in this movie. I agree. If by little ghouls,
1: you mean bupkis, not bang, I pound, do mean and them. blanco. Yes, I
0: do mean them. I do okay. not
1: mean... Two of whom are voiced by John DiMaggio, which is funny because Futurama also has famously only one other multiverse. It's the cowboy hat universe. <laughs> That's all. I, I hate this. <laughs>
2: I hate all. That's this. all.
1: <laughs> Wait, you had all kinds of theories. We rode along yeah, for what for long thing? segments of this podcast,
2: naming Animaniacs. I
1: think Abe's the asshole, which means uh, weirdly in no, retrospect, just actually, Adam mm, genuinely. I just, just really, really like Disney. <laughs> he really Disney. I just really
2: <laughs> like him. That's yeah. no, it's true. It's uh, true. I just
0: really like
1: that. I
2: think. Yeah. I think. I think you can just put it in like you can put their talent wherever. Like once you suck their juice out, it's yeah, it you wherever. can put it wherever.
0: Yeah. That's what I mean. Where's the slurp juice go? It. Yeah. Uh did I ever tell you that John um, can I ask once f- literally stole a cigarette from me? That that happened at a baseball oh, nice. game. Yeah, I what was stole. I was, wow, I was wow. at a Dodgers game. I set down my like pack he's... of cigarettes to go do something and he was standing there. And I he, when and I came back he one? had one in his mouth. He's like, You mind? <laughs> I was like, I guess I don't, nice. man. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> you know what I mean? that's a good yeah, move. I guess I, guess I don't.
1: I
2: don't. Yeah. That's power move. He's uh, like, he probably oh, knows of course, who I am
0: absolutely man. knew he was.
1: Can I sort of boggle yeah. you guys and ask the probing questions that I that we haven't yeah, already yeah, discussed? I've been have uh-huh. been crossing them out as they've been covered. Taz, at one point, Tasmania Devil busts out of a mailbox and just says basketball. <laughs> Yes. what were his prior circumstances <laughs> that why was scene? he in there, there? Yeah, what was he doing before tampering checking, with the mail or checking checking, checking for letters Dude, <laughs> yeah. right. keeping, um, up, keeping um, up i don't know with his if he can respond i don't know
2: <laughs> yeah, i don't know if he can write anything it's just a writing his a mother circle, probably <laughs> much like a tornado. Uh, and he probably uh, doesn't have anything of substance to say cuz when has he had anything to say but he likes to
1: true you know seem like he's doing it i'm far from the first person to point this out but it does seem especially egregious in space jam because lola bunny is made sexy as hell like to the point that bugs gets stiff yeah, <laughs> when he, he interacts yeah. with her yeah, he and clatters to the floor and um at the end, he kisses her non-consensually, but it's okay because it turns out she's she into kissed it. him she first went, non-consensually. Um, just to, just to be clear, oh, okay. that happened in the All movie. Right. I I'm not it, arguing. Just to be with clear, it. anyway. Um, but my real point is that she's fully dressed, and. Later, they yeah. pants a Monstar, and the Monstar is embarrassed. So Toons right. are capable of being nude, which means Bugs Bunny is just wearing white dinner clothes. <laughs> yep, that's yeah. right. And just she's fine with it. She's guy with white clothes. <laughs> she's gloves. totally yeah. into
2: it. She just likes clothes. I want to g- take a step back, though, because mm-hmm. like the here's the thing about the Monstar uh, drop and trowel. Mm-hmm. Like in the game, or that he gets pants. Yeah, fifteen thousand people at least just saw
1: a Monster Dog. Oh yeah, yeah, right. No one's no one's talking about that. That's not a cultural right?
2: moment. What do you think it looks like? Is well question. because
1: Bugs has fur, so you can even buy. All right, I guess his dick's all tucked up in the fur, like my dog or a squirrel or whatever. But um, the monsters are flesh. They are fleshy creatures. They are flesh. There's dong there. Yeah, yeah. I
0: think or it's whatever. I think it's basically have. a yeah. plump pitchfork. You know, like, it's
1: just, yeah. I think it's like that movie Border. It's a little fleshy crab claw. Like a thick pitchfork. Yeah, a thick pitchfork. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thickened pitchfork. Yeah, just dangling. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, speaking of clothes, Michael Jordan dons a Toon Squad jersey, even though the previous sequence was all about how it was incredibly important that he couldn't play except in his own Lucky Shorts. And then he immediately switches to... Underneath. Team squad he wears merch? them
0: underneath, he says.
1: He, yeah, it's uh, oh, okay. the thing about all right, Jordan. All right. Yeah. all right, fine, fine, you got me. I'm the <laughs> asshole. Third close question.
2: <laughs> He's not... Uh, he just doesn't know about... All Michael of the monsters.
1: jersey numbers are zero. How do they keep meaningful stats? That's a good point. That's huh? the biggest Sports. problem
0: in the movie. Sports ball. Sport. You just got... That's the biggest one.
1: You, you, you did it. <laughs> That's the... That, that um, one actually, it. my biggest problem in the whole movie is a monster line, which is the line, It's defeat in time, boys.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's bad.
0: Terrible, terrible. That bad shit line. wouldn't have happened in the bad line. You know? Defeat. Like Robin yeah. Robin Williams right. would not have let that go. All right. No chance.
1: That's, all, down. that's all my problems yeah. with Space Jam. Man, what a fun movie to rip apart because it's so ripe and it deserves it. It's
2: chaos. Yeah. It's, cha- it's absolute it's utter- madness. Like even my capitalist, you know, Marxist critique of uh, Space Jam interpretation—it's like why? Why would you do this? I don't understand who's driving. It feels like it's—it's it's like to
1: gain. Who's gaining
2: here? Yeah. Is it just fucking assholes on a typewriter, just fucking typing it's funny nonsense cause like, for eternity? Thinking
0: a little bit about Space Jam Two, which I know we're not covering now. Space Jam Two is trying a lot harder to be a like a competent movie. Than this one is you know what I mean I see uh, so I, th- I, I think it is, Which I, is like it, it has much a much deeper conflict uh and even though it's mm. very cynical as Abe was sort of making allusions to it's extremely cynical uh the kind of cynicism you don't see in uh, the mouse you don't see that uh but, but, but <laughs> in the mouse. it's still like competent <laughs> and clear and resolves threads. And they go through an actual journey to solve problems with strategies and stuff. Like, Jordan, they don't even start the game till like, the 50th minute, right? So it's, like, 37 minutes of them playing the game. And, like, nobody, they're not really in any, like, the stakes are very low until he gambles. Once he gambles, the stakes kind of go up. You know, because it's like, you know what, That's I will play true. for my life now instead of just the tunes' life.
1: And he gambles. Yeah. Again, I just can't get over that those screenwriters picked as the imagery. He gambles for his freedom and they cut to imagery of him in wrist shackles and chains being forced Sign to play, the play for the amusement yeah. of like aliens who come from far away. It's just such a weird thing to put on. them. <laughs>
0: on the movie it's really weird i mean i know we're i know people are going to be saying wait wait a minute the toons were also playing for their uh lives and stuff and and it's like okay but only because they agreed to play by the aliens rules arbitrarily you know what i mean and i feel like the movie knew that was a problem that's why we needed the gambling in the first place is to make actual stakes happen in this game otherwise it was just like sort of a, a bunch of nonsense. You know, like, for instance, if the Toons mm. were actually it's, trying to fight for their own lives, they would have trained. <laughs> they would have tried to become good at basketball. Nobody needed to tell them that. Yeah, the stakes aren't respected. That's right. the Instead,
1: they got better at doing Toon stuff. That's actually their success is not getting better at the sport of basketball, but for him to become more like them. Like, the things that they do that benefit them are do a Pulp Fiction reference and shoot the teeth out of an opponent. Like, yes. they're not... It's not drilling and doing wind sprints and shit, right? So it's it's that MJ needed to become a little more toony to get back
2: to Mm -hmm.
0: get his groove back. That's correct. I
2: also love that we're all refusing to see this as a children's film. And it's like every gesture. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) 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 Explain yourself, Space Jam. Uh
0: That's true. That's absolutely Uh, true.
2: But it is... It does haunt me a little bit. Yeah,
1: I'll take like, Wayne getting me. inflated. It haunts, haunts me that me. Bill Murray says "girl bunny" and "boy bunny" at the end. Bill Murray doesn't fucking recognize Bugs Bunny. His career is based on Bugs Bunny. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> doesn't <laughs> That's make any sense. Right. It feels to me. like people I think it is would
0: nonsense. people would flip out if they got to meet Bugs in real life. You'd think he'd go, like, oh, "Oh my god, bugs, what an honor!" Exactly, you, exactly, yeah. because they do. Yeah. And yeah, that would be funny. They do know him from our universe. They made that very clear. Right. Uh, yeah, that's a strange omission. Yeah, Jordan's kids yeah. love Bugs. Well, if he knows. Michael Jordan wakes up and goes, Bugs? He already knows who he is. <laughs> right. Know? So right. there's that's no. True. It's, it's a weird gap of memory. I totally agree.
2: I think, again, hell takes Hell runneth over, from and you. all
0: the devils are
1: here.
2: It steals your memories and puts them in a basketball. Mm-hmm. It's Yeah, this is a <laughs> h- horrifying movie.
1: It's pretty scary stuff. I think we should wrap up and split from this creepy dimension. Just, That's my uh, Just
0: one last mm-hmm. comment. Again, if they had put Magic as the star of this instead of Jordan, uh think they could have... <laughs>
1: all right, so this is actually your asshole <laughs>
0: bit, is you just harp on this. He's just saying <laughs> how it could, could be, be better. better. <laughs> if they... But he's I'm not, not wrong, wrong cuz they could have worked Fat Burger into it and in all of his movie theater franchises. There's so many well, things, that, you know. <laughs> also, he wouldn't have had to like go back to basketball cuz he was just good at business. You know what I mean? So like the entire spaceship could have been about Yay. him building his business empire. I think he was mm-hmm. really doing. Just pointing that out, that's all.
1: Ooh, that's true. Just like yeah. a man, there used to be Junior Seau had a restaurant in San Diego called Seau's. Did he really? I did not know that.
0: Do it about that. <laughs> No, no. Do it about that. No. What's the next oh segment, God. Portal Pal? It's recovering from that conversation. <laughs> we're cl-
2: Let's close this wormhole. So we're going to decide, I forget, this is a non this just like the rest of this podcast is just chaos to me. We're going to merge. We're going to merge this with our universe. We're going to yeah. close the portal yeah, Do we or we're going to stay gonna in this universe switch or do we want to live in the film yeah
0: i don't know so are it we makes gonna total live there are
2: we me. gonna stay in our universe or are we gonna merge them together
1: totally makes sense to me okay. live there because if if we combine them then the i actually think the con the contrast between the two or their contextual connections does render looney tune verse a hellscape but that's only through human eyes like I would just live in Looney Tune verse because if our universe didn't exist and we weren't forced to perform for an outside universe, we were just living in toonland land. As we just discussed, even humanoids like me would be functionally immortal.
0: Once like I'm you go there, so you
1: choose hell. I choose. You're thinking, thinking land. very yes. short term. You choose to perform. Well, that's your opinion that it's hell. I
0: don't have to agree but with you're, that. You're thinking very <laughs> yeah, short term, right man. About it. Because like extrapolate.
1: Well, you don't have to choose. I'm you just saying extrapolate
0: that and extrapolate that by <laughs> ten thousand years, and remember, it isn't yeah. Disney, and you realize like how incredibly boring it is that you're stuck <laughs> okay. in this place with no stakes or consequences. Second
1: disney no show. not a thousand it would take several, several million, million years, I think, it's still happening
0: the of life
1: because life is so glorious there's a lot of there's a lot that can be meditated i I, and, uh, and I i by. disagree with he you saying to that. close the portal <laughs> i mm-hmm. would live in tune land right. at me fair enough
0: Uh, I think Uh this is. uh, Uh I I would. I would close the windows on this place immediately. I would. I would cease it from existing. And I'll tell you why. It's because uh, it's all the wrong uh, IPs to have to deal with. That's the first thing. And the second thing is that uh, (laughs) that I don't want a universe organized entirely around Michael Jordan's career. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I like I don't like how uh, nobody has any agency at all in this universe except for him that really disturbs me and uh, again I yeah. really think you get bored after uh, a million that's years
1: that's blatantly not true though that's just the thing that is happening right now like I would assume that not everything that bugs happens to Bugs Bunny involves Michael Jordan just because that's everything the story in we the see universe, in the duration everything of this in the film, universe
0: does that we see including the news including this that's no, but
1: I'm saying toonland a greater a wider universe of toonland is implied by the very virtue of the fact that they're like yeah there's there's looney tunes there's tom and jerry they chase each other like they don't just see help Michael Jordan. Did we see That's them?
0: how Tom and Jerry
1: or uh, Sylvester okay. and Tweety, sorry. Um my my, I guess my argument is just that I don't think movies. So that's like saying, oh, this movie about this was about this person working at an orange Julius stand. I guess they worked at an orange Julius stand for a thousand years. No, just during the duration of that
0: movie. I think it's hard to parse it right? with that fine a lens. I mean, you're not totally wrong. I'm being a little bit facetious. I think it's hard to parse it with that fine of a lens, though, because the entire thing about the Looney Tunes is that they only serve to like play act bits and again i'm worried that once that Mm -hmm. once those two universes merge which they are going to that's like the beginning of them merging right we're all going to be sort of sitting around in a sort of a state of permanent impermanence you know like and that that i don't i don't like that yeah i don't like that i don't want to be in that situation
1: you need an ending to someday come
2: yeah i don't I agree with the asshole. Which I, one? <laughs> I don't. I don't want to stay here either. Uh, I think it's you, man. <laughs> uh, I don't think. I don't think I want to stay here because it's rampant with slavery. Just as much as our as much yeah. as our our home, I guess. Yeah. I guess that's true. <laughs> but it's clear in this world that the God is like a capitalist. <laughs> you know, like he's. Whatever's happening, whoever businessman, yeah, yeah, whoever's determining what, how the multiverse is organized is determined, gives allowance only to people who uh, serve him. Danny DeVito.
0: Oh, see, I thought that I thought he Mm -hmm. was dethroned at the end of the. Like that's actually the most significant. Uh, The monsters beat the shit out of him. Yeah, he
1: gets the hyenas from Lion King. But
2: but you got to think about the implications of his existence who hired him is it well, also, is he just a small business right, more on that's where, my, that's where my that's where my argument yeah.
0: that this reality actually telescopes out into space and into the earth is actually more troubling because then i think you get sort of an infinite regression yeah, of beings it, like one stop past that place
1: mm-hmm. i'm comfortable existing in an infinite regression of <laughs> you're like hey <laughs>
2: seems just like our world yeah.
1: Well, that's uh, opinion, let me test Michael. something on Adam though uh, Adam what do you think about Studio Ghibli movies in their original Form without the Overdub before they're converted Into like an American audience sort I of think
0: thing? that ideally They would be about the Lakers uh, And if they're not about the Lakers okay. then They would ideally be made by Disney In a remake uh, This is what I was gonna Okay so the Disney versions with the overdub You would prefer those? I mean I prefer better things so yes absolutely
2: Wait, did you have to clarify, right. Michael?
0: Yeah, he's the asshole. Yeah, I was
2: did just you checking. Have to cl- yeah, that was you my litmus test. You had to clarify test. because you thought I was the asshole? Um, That was the litmus Well, test? what are
1: your thoughts on Pixar pre the Disney purchase, Abe? Great. Yeah. Good yeah, stuff. It's Adam. I, liked it's Adam. I right, would have liked this better if be they were live you. action. Abe, uh, back slowly away from the asshole. We got to get out of here.
0: Wait, don't <laughs> leave me alone. I still am afraid, so afraid of being Adam. alone. I'm still afraid of that. <laughs> <laughs> but, and but he doesn't even want I still want have to live out this eternity. Him. <laughs> what the fuck happens to me? Tune in I next time for
1: more Escape I from the Maltekers! This has been a Small Beans Endeavor. We're a bunch of pals who make podcasts, sketches, music, web series, and movies. The beans always have new ideas percolating, so make sure to check us out at patreon.com slash small beans. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash small beans where you can browse all of our current and past content, see what we've got planned in the future, and learn how your support can help the the small beans grow into huge giant monster beans. If you enjoyed this content module, please like, rate, subscribe, or tell a friend about us. We love you!